0: Welcome to Livingstones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. Man, you know you look good. You look good. Uh, you know what, I'm seeing like the, the other half of the spouse that was sick last week is now here this week. And, and the other spouse is at home watching online. So uh, I, just, I just love that everybody, everybody's here, whether you're watching online or here in person. Welcome today. We're glad you're here. Oh my goodness. Did you, did you bring your Bibles this morning? Are you ready to get into the Word of God? Yeah, we got a few people out there with some paper Bibles. Where are my paper Bible people at? Oh, you got a big one, man. That one. If you threw that at somebody, that would hurt right there. You know, like, I'm just going to give you the Word of God right here, you know. But that's a good one. I like that one. I like that one. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 4. We're going we're gonna to hang out there quite a bit. It's New Year's Eve, guys. It's New Year's Eve. That means, ne- that means tomorrow is Pastor AJ's birthday. That's what it means. That's what it means. That's what, and it's a new year. It's 2024. It's 2020. We love you, Pastor AJ. Happy birthday, dude. Happy early birthday. And Tuesday? Um, is Michelle's birthday on Tuesday? Oh, my goodness. Gracious. Man. She's, she's another year younger. Just like that. Just like that. Pastor AJ, he took on two years, so she didn't have to. But it's all good. It's all good. How now? I gotta ask this question, just because I'm curious. How many people are actually gonna stay up till midnight tonight? Like all six of you? That's awesome. How many? How many celebrate it with New York at their time? Like it's nine o'clock. We're done. And how many of you don't care? It's just another day. Yeah, we got a few of those. They're like, dude, I'm going to bed at six thirty. Doesn't matter, you know. So it's all good. It's all good. Well, I'm glad. Happy New Year, everybody. We are crossing over. Somebody say crossing over. We are crossing over into a new year, 2024. Oh, my goodness. You know what that means for me? This is, this is going to be fun right here. That means 2024 is uh, our 20-year class reunion for me and my wife. Can you believe that? Graduated 2004. Yeah, I looped you in there with me. I can't, I can't just drown alone, but 20 years ago, I mean, you high schoolers, you're like you're what? 20 years from now? Is that even possible? Some of us have done 30 and 40 and 50 years. Good for you, but I'm like 20 years. My goodness. What happened? Short times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes by quick, doesn't it? You know what? I'm gonna start a new series for the new year. Are you ready for that? Yeah, we're gonna start a new series. It's gonna be called Mind Grown. Mind Grown, not not, not mind blown. Like. I, How many people love getting your mind blown? Like just cool things happen. You're just like, whoa. You know what? I love that too, but that's so momentary. Like it just happens for a moment. But mind grown. Oh, man, that's what I'm praying for. I'm praying for a mind grown. I want to go to a new place with God. I don't know about you, but 2024, I refuse to have it look like 2023. Is anybody with me? I I just want something brand new. I want to see what God has to do. I want to see what he wants to do in our city, in our town. Come on, I just mind grown, it's time to go to a new place. Are you with me? So be sure to invite some people, let them know. I'll I'll post it later today so that you can share it on your social media. Come and hang out, start our new series with us next week. It's going to be awesome. Now, did you make it to Mark chapter 4? Good, we're going to start in verse 35. Ready? As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. Come on, this is us right here saying, let's cross over into 2024. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. Verse 37, but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and began to fill with water. Verse 38, Jesus was sleeping. Gotta love it, right? Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Helping out so much. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we are going to drown? Verse 38. When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Verse 40. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Verse 41. The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for your word today. And Lord, we pray right now that you would open up our hearts. Help us to receive your word today. God, I just pray for the hardest of hearts in this room and watching online. And and even if this is being watched five years from now, God, I just pray wherever our hearts are at, that they begin to soften. That we can receive your word, receive your message. It might not be New Year's when somebody is listening to this message. It might just be a moment in your life where you need to cross over to a new place with the Lord. And so, God, we just give you permission today to do some heart surgery, to do some work in us, and take us to the next place. And we pray, God's people said, Amen, Amen. Oh, you know, I, I love this section of Scripture. It's it's a fun one. And and I, as I sit here and think about this, I would probably react just like the disciples did. I'd be irritated that Jesus is sleeping while we have to do all the work. I don't know if, if anybody is like me. Do you ever, do you ever, you have a supervisor that you're thinking about right now? Come on. Where you're like, we're doing everything and you're getting all the credit. Is anybody with me? You, you remember back to those days, different people that in your life where you're like, what is going on here? Where are you? What's happening? But as we look at this, we see the humanity of the disciples. But we also see the divinity as we look at Jesus, here's point number one for my note takers. Do I have some note takers out there? Got a couple of them? Point number one, I will cross over with Jesus. Now I want to say that together because I want this to be your declaration over 2024 for your life. Can we, can we just say that together? I will cross over with Jesus. I will cross over with Jesus. Listen, you might have come into this place and this is the last, day of 2023. You will never get another day of 2023 ever again. This is it. If you had New Year's resolutions that you started a year ago, you have T minus this many hours to get it done. Are you with me? Right? You got 14 hours left. You better get it done. You got stuff to do. I mean, I'm going to have abs in 14 hours. Are you ready? It's going to happen. 14-hour abs. I'll have a video after that. It'll be great. No. Anyway, 14-hour abs. But
1: that's it. That's it dead abs in 14 hours. But you know what? As we think about this, we start to think
0: about this new year. Is it just going to be another year? Anybody ever kind of, I know I've got some people that, 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 that move to the negative. Do I have any, anybody kind of just kind of goes like, well, it's just going to be another year. Like, you don't have to admit it. You know, we got a couple people like, nah, it's just going to be another year. You know what? This, this, uh, this year is ending not so great. I'm going to imagine that next year is probably not going to start so great. I mean, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and it's just going to be Monday. Right? Come on. Sometimes we feel that, and it's okay to admit that that's how we feel. It's okay to see that that's what it looks like. That's what things look like. You know, you've got the disciples right here that are, are looking at the storm and going, this stinks. This is what we're going into. This is what's happening, right? I know, I know some of us were getting nervous because it's, it's an election year. That's never a fun year, is it? It seems like family members that finally forgot about last election are now going to get stirred up again, and we have to talk about the same things over again and argue about the same things again, right? And all of a sudden, skin color matters more than it did a minute ago. I know. But you know what? It doesn't have
1: to. It doesn't have
0: to. You know what? We need to take Jesus. New Year with us. Come on. Sometimes we go out on the boat by ourselves, don't we? We go out on a limb. We're like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go float out here for a while. I'm just trying to get away from everything. Is anybody with me? Right? And we try to go do it on our own, and then we get caught in the storm, and it feels way different than when Jesus is in the boat. Same storm. Just who's in the boat with you? Who's in the boat with you?
1: I will cross over with Jesus. Now. Let me ask you a question. Did you wake up breathing this morning? All of you? I just, I mean, did anybody not wake up breathing
0: this morning? They wouldn't be here. That's right. They wouldn't be here. Pastor Adrian, you're so smart. I, I got to hang out with you. Uh, it, it must be that extra year that's coming. You're crossing over. into. It's just more wisdom. I mean, you see how white that man's beard is? That is wisdom. I, I, I like, I get, when I get wisdom, I pluck it out. Are you with me? It's like, there's a little bit of wisdom right there, <laughs> a little bit of... I'm, not, I'm not ready for that yet, Pastor AJ. I'm not ready for that yet. I'm, I'm rebuking wisdom right now in the name no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If God
1: saw it fit to give you breath today, and then you wake up again tomorrow, that means that He said that it was time for
0: you to cross over. That means that He said that you were going to make. Now, you know what? I know that some people didn't make it. My 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 grandmother passed away on Christmas Day just, just a week ago. Yep. Didn't make it.
1: And you know what? My my mom called me on Christmas Day
0: to let me know my grandmother passed away. And my first reaction, you would think the first reaction would be emotional and hurting. And you know what my first reaction was? Full oh, of a Christmas, did you? That's, that was my first thought. Now, I've, I kind of felt bad after. That was the first thing that came out of my mouth. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm talking to my mom who's crying on the phone, and I'm like, oh, goodness, I probably should be a little bit more, like, conscious to your feelings. But, but my mind just went straight to, she's with Grandpa. She's, she's up there with Jesus right now. I mean, you got to be kidding me. What an incredible Christmas gift for her to wake up the next morning, and you're like, wait a minute, you're all here? Like, I can't imagine what that was like for her. In that moment, her next breath wasn't on this earth. Her next breath was in the presence of God. Merry Christmas! I mean, <laughs> here's Jesus going like, if I could have anything for Christmas, I would want Donna. I'm going to have Donna in the morning. That's who I'm going to have. Are you with me? And I know some of us have lost loved ones. And, and I'm not trying to belittle that in any way. Please. And, and I'm not even trying to put a silver lining on it just so that, that I can make it feel better, which I do a lot of, just so you know. I, I'm, I'm the king of silver linings. I will, I will make it seem good when it is not good. Are you with me? Like, just if you, need, if you have a bad situation and you want it to sound better, just come talk to me. Just, just be like, I'm going through this. And I'll be like, awesome. I'm so excited for you. You'll be like, I hate you, but, but I feel better. You know, like, are you with me? Like, that's what happens. But that was my perspective. And you know what? My grandma Donna, she will, not pass over. she will not cross over into 2020. Not the same way we will. And God, God said for you that you would still breathe, but she wouldn't. Are you with me? At least on this earth. At least on this earth. Don't misunderstand But that means that tomorrow when you wake up, you wake up with purpose. That means when you wake up and you've crossed over to a new place, hey, you get to decide if the new place looks like the old place. Are you with me? We get to decide. Is it going to just be another day? Is it just going to be a Monday? Or is it going to be something new? Are you with me? Circumstances might not have changed. You might be in the same storm, but there's somebody in your boat that wasn't there before. Are you with me? The same storm, but somebody different is in the boat. God has other plans for you. Are you with me? Jeremiah 29 11. I know this is a favorite for a lot of people. For I know the plans that I have for you in 2024. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. When I think of 2024, I have so much hope in me. I can't tell you. I, like, even, even as I was worshiping this morning, I felt like God was saying, you better enjoy it now, because it's not going to be like this forever. I'm sitting there going like, "What do you mean, God? What's coming? What's happening? You know what? I, I love the intimacy of our church. When I look out, I know your name. I know who you are. I know your story, right? Because our church is this small, but when it's thousands of people, I'm going to be looking for Michelle on her birthday going, "Where's Michelle? I don't Maybe she's in third service. I'm not sure. Are you with me?" Like, it's going to change. Things will change going to look different. And it's good. Are you with me? God has big things, right? When I, I think about my close-knit relationship with each of you, when I get to pray for you specifically, but then it'll be a day where you're praying for somebody else. Are you with me? You're ministering to somebody else. You're pouring out yourself into a small group and you're you're teaching and you're you're taking the message notes and saying, hey, what did you learn on Sunday? What did you get out of it? Right, And you're working through that stuff together and sharpening each other and (laughs) spurring each other on to new hope, new heights and new places. Are you with me? I will cross over with Jesus. I will cross over. God knows the plans He has for this new year. He knows. Let me say He knows. He knows what your future holds. Somebody say, there's hope. There's hope. I I can give you a future of hope. That's what God has for you today. That's the message today. You know what? If somebody missed it today, if they're not online right now, send this message to them because they they need hope for this new year. Are you with me? Post this thing later. Once it finishes, put put the link from YouTube on there. Just let people know. There's hope for 2024. Mark 4, verse 37, it said, but soon, you know, we could do without a but every once in a while. Is anybody with me? Like, like, why? Why does it happen? Couldn't we just, we just have hope! But soon, a fierce storm came up. Can I tell you something? I've got to be real with you. 2024 is, I mean, we even get to start with, with a California storm, but it's still, it's still like gray outside, you know? Like, we get to start 2024 with this and you you got to think like if god knows the plans that he has for me and they're good and they're for a future and a hope but then jesus said jesus said to them let's cross to the other side of the lake whose idea was it to cross over it was Jesus' idea to cross over you know it's Jesus' idea that we're going to go into 24 are you with me if it's his idea and then we, we get there and there's a storm there, we're gonna be mad at Jesus, aren't we? They're sitting there, you're taking the nap, and it was your idea to come out here in this. Is anybody with me? I, I've got some human people that come to this church, right? Like some people that actually get frustrated with God and talk to God like that. Like, like he, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, you know, when he rebuked, he didn't rebuke the disciples. Did you notice that? He rebuked the wind and the waves. I don't know, if I were Jesus and they, these guys don't have any faith, you're like, you know what? There's more guys at the other side of the lake. Why don't you guys just, just put them in the lake? Are you with me? Like, I'm going to get a new set. Are you with me? Like, if I were Jesus in this situation and how many times I've had to deal with you not having faith, you don't see me taking a nap back there? Like, we've got work to do when we get to the other side of the lake. You guys should all just come lay down. Take a nap with me. Stop worrying about this. If our ship gets destroyed, we'll float onto the... I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to be fine. See, Jesus knows the plans that He has for you and they're not to destroy you. They're not to leave you downtrodden. Listen, there might be challenges. No, there will be challenges in 2024. But how you respond to them is what's going to be the difference between 2024 and 2023. You see, all of us fell short this year, didn't we? Did anybody with me? Like, I fell short in my faith sometimes. You know what? I 21 days of prayer, like I look at that and go like, oh, I hope I don't mess it up. Are you with me? Like, I'm, I'm excited about 21 days of prayer. But at the same time, I'm human and I, I mess up. And I fall short. And I miss what God was trying to say. And I didn't hear Him right. Or, or I responded in my flesh instead of in my... Is anybody with me? I mean, I've got kids. You got kids? I mean, do you you have parents? Come on, somebody, right? Like, I'm trying to respond like a Christian right now. But I'm not sure I can do it. Are you with me? Is anybody with me? Just not sure it's going to work out that way. Somebody say, I have hope. I have hope. I have hope. And you know what? We might hit another storm, but I have hope. In John 16, 33, it says, I have told you all of this, That you might have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart. Somebody say, take heart. But take heart because I have overcome the world. Now, that doesn't mean that water's not gonna get in the boat. As they're out there sloshing around and he's taking a nap with his nice little cushion back there, it doesn't mean that you're not gonna have water in your boat. Doesn't mean you're not gonna have soggy socks when you get to the other side. Are you with me? Like, it might be that you're a little bit uncomfortable when you get to the other side. It might be that things weren't as perfect and easy and in a bow like they were Christmas morning. But I tell you what, God still has a plan and somebody say it's good. It's good. It's a good plan. Well, if God had a good plan, why didn't He, why didn't he stop COVID? Why didn't He stop all these things? Why do we have to do, deal with this stuff? Somebody say it's good okay we are gonna make it through i know a lot a lot of people are going through that stuff right now and now the COVID is the new common cold right and it's like and we and still none of the symptoms are same for anybody like i don't i don't know how any any sickness can be so weird like this one can't can't breathe this one can't can't taste this one can't i mean like what in the world we can never i'm never gonna figure it out is anybody with me like i tried so hard is anybody like like i'm, I'm super analytical so i'm like trying to make sense of There's no sense to it. But yet, God is still on the throne. God still said, I have good plans. for you." God still says, I have hope for you. God still says that that if you are willing to cross over with me, it's going to be okay. Anybody with me today? Here's point number two. I will take heart when crossing over. Come on. Let's say that together. Are you with me? I will take heart when crossing over. Now, take heart. How many of us use that in our everyday vernacular? Not really, right? Take heart, you know. Like, like your, your kids are at school and they're frustrated. Just, just take heart. Just take heart. No, we don't say that to each other ever, right? Like, take heart. So you know, I, I decided I was going to go look that up. What is what does the phrase "take heart" mean? The phrase "take heart" means to gain courage and confidence. To gain courage and confidence. To begin to feel better or more hopeful that things will be better soon. Because Jesus is sitting here saying, take heart. Take heart. I've got it. Take heart. It it doesn't mean He's going to take you out of the middle of the storm. It just means that you can have courage that things are going to be better soon. Are you with me? Take heart, everybody. If if I could give you a New Year's gift, it would be to take heart. Take heart to this New Year. Oh, when the frustrations come, take heart. It's going to be better soon. Are you with me? These are not my promises. These are God's promises. He says that I have a future for you and a hope. He says that when you cross over, it's into something better. Are you with me? He's saying these things. So when things get harder, come on. When we go back into a storm, come on. Maybe, maybe we go in a different boat, or maybe at least we have him in our boat. Are you with me? Maybe some of us will start to learn how to relax a little bit in the storm. Possibly. I mean, we're going to die. I mean, look at how these guys responded. Do you even care that we're going to drown? Come on. I have to say, I've had my conversations with God that sounded similar. Do you even care, God? You told me these were the promises. You told me these were the things I could expect. And this is not it. You said we were going to the other side. Why wouldn't we wait until tomorrow if there was going to be a storm? anybody with me we could we could have been sitting at the end just just throwing a few back with jesus don't get all crazy jesus jesus turned water into wine don't be weird doesn't mean you have to overindulge but they could have been chilling back at the end and go the next day but you know what sometimes we go through trials only to figure out that we still don't have enough faith as he's going like you still not have enough faith did I not set a good enough example for you sleeping in the back of the boat? I'm not afraid. Why are you? Come on, how many of us, I'm sitting here in fear, and God's going like, I told you. I, told, I wrote this how long ago? How long ago did I say that I have a plan for you, and it's good, and it's for a future and hope? I told you this. And yet here you're still afraid. Justin, I'm just talking to me right now. This is, this is my personal confession. Is that okay? Yeah, it may be, maybe you guys are perfect and you've got your faith stuff all figured out. But for me, I still have issues, so God still deals with me and my issues. I'm so glad He didn't drown the disciples in this moment because I'd be blah, 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 blah. blah. That's where I would be. Are you with me? Because I would have been the same way, going, where are you, God? Why aren't you here? Why aren't you comforting me? Why, why did you tell me to go into this storm? Come on. I know sometimes we feel that. Somebody say, take heart. Take heart. Here's, let's go back to verse 38. Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When you're facing trials, it's important to take a look at Jesus' posture in your situation. They're all trying to get the water out of the boat and they're going like this is this is this is a loss like we're it's not going to work out. I mean the teachers back there trying to take a nap and when we we're we're going to drown and he's probably going to blame us that we were we were steering the boat wrong like what's and they're freaking out. But instead they should have just looked at his posture and know, you know what? Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe maybe, maybe he knows something that I don't know. And he's sitting there resting in the middle of the storm, where, where I'm freaking out in the middle of the storm. Is anybody with me? The bills come in, the money comes in, they don't equal the same amount, and we freak out. Are we with me? But we go to the doctor, we think it's just a normal checkup, and then all of a sudden we get some, some news, and we freak out. So we sit, and we s- sit for a moment. Now, if you need to close your eyes just to be able to focus, go ahead and close your eyes, but sit for a moment. And and ask God, what is your posture in my situation? What is your posture in my current circumstances? What is your posture? Are you taking a nap? Maybe, maybe he's like, no, it's time to get to work. You gotta look at Jesus' posture. Whatever Jesus' posture, if he's resting, guess what you should be doing? Resting. The storm's not even the problem you're going to deal with. It's actually what's on the other side. <laughs> He's, he might be resting for what's coming. Are you with me? Because there's going to be work to do, and if we're too busy worrying about this little storm that's not going to be a problem, we might not have the energy we need when we actually get to the other side. We need to look at Jesus' posture. Now, if Jesus is in there putting water out of the boat, guess what you need to be doing? Not taking a nap. Are you with me? Like, if, if Jesus' posture is get to work, you lazy servant, right? He, he responded different ways as you look through the Bible. Different ways he responded. Sometimes he was, he was rebuking especially religious leaders. So i got to keep looking in the mirror. Are you with me? But he would a lot of times rebuke religious leaders for being more religious than they actually were listening to the Spirit of God. How many times? So whatever the posture of Jesus is, if he's coming in flipping over tables, we need to too. Are you with me? If things are not, if the church is not being the run the way that He wants it to be run, we need to change. If, if our family isn't in order, because He talks to different people about that. If our family's not in order, and He says, go and get your family in order. That doesn't mean work harder. It doesn't mean rest. It means get things in order. Are you with me? It's time to listen to the Word of God and what God wants to say to you for this next season. And it's going to be different from somebody on the front row to somebody in the back row. God might be telling you to rest and He might be telling you to get to rest. And You can't argue with what God told you to do. And you can't argue with what God told you to do. Are you with me? I have people sometimes that tell me like God told me to rest. I'm like, you haven't done anything. What are you talking about, rest? But I say, oh, I don't say that out loud, right? Are you with me? Like, this is, this is my outdoor voice at the moment. I'm like, you don't do anything anyways. What did, why did God tell you to rest? But I don't argue with them. I just go, Okay. Let me pray with you on that. If God told you to rest, then you need to rest. And you know what? He might have. He might have because they're so busy doing nothing that they can't hear him. Are you with me? It happens. It happens to the best of us. Are you with me? You might feel like you're not doing enough and God's telling you to rest. And you're like, what? How does that make sense? Most of the time, what God does doesn't make sense. That's why He wants to prove that He's God in your life again. As He sits in the back of the boat and Don't have faith. You don't believe. I mean, how many miracles have I done for you? And you still don't believe you're gonna get through this situation? Like you got through the last one? Come on. In our humanity, this one feels really bad compared to the last one, because the last one's done. Right? It's like it's like going and working out. Don't go to the gym tomorrow, you guys. Everyone will be there. And nobody's gonna be using the machine the way they're supposed to be using it. Are you with me? Like. Just wait a couple weeks, they'll all pitter out, and then you can go back. It's, a, it's fine. A month? Did you say a month? Yeah, a month. Pastor AJ knows. He goes. He goes to the gym. I don't know. I don't go to the gym. Like a, I, I don't even have friends named Jim anymore. You know. Just reminds me of, of harder times. What happened? Jim's Burgers? We'll have to talk later. We'll have to talk later. I might, I might have to make a New Year's resolution to go to the gym. Jim's Burgers. Teacher, don't you care we're going to drown? Don't you care? Psalms 23, verse 5 says, You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. You know, when I read this and I think about the fact that Jesus said, Let's cross over, let's cross over the lake. It's time. Jesus said it's time to go to a new place. Jesus said it's time to, time to move. And then we experience trials. God will make a way to be able to rest in the middle of your trial. He will. He's trying to show us there's different ways. He's saying in this Scripture right here, it says that He prepared a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. I mean, think for a moment. Here I am going to battle. I'm going after it. And He prepared a feast for me, a table for me. All my enemies are standing around me, threatening me. I got all this stuff coming against me, and yet here I am just enjoying a good meal. Are you with me? Maybe at Jim's Burgers. Maybe, right? In the middle of my enemies, in the middle of all this stuff, here I am. I can just sit and have a good meal. How many of us, when you're stressed, you don't have a good meal? It doesn't even matter if you had a good meal in front of you. You're so stressed out, you can't enjoy it. When when God is in your boat, when His presence is with you, I want you to walk into 2024 like God sent you. I want you to walk into the, the next situation, into the next room, like God gave you orders to go. You know, like... When I was a corporal in the Marine Corps, if I had a staff sergeant or somebody tell me to go do something, hey, I want you to go tell Sergeant so-and-so this is what we're doing. Now, I'm a corporal, so if I go and tell Sergeant so-and-so anything, he's going to be mad that I'm telling him what to do. But you know what? When Staff Sergeant told me to go in there, ha I'm talking to Sergeant a little bit different today. Hey, Sergeant so-and-so, this is what we're doing today. Orders by Staff Sergeant so-and-so. What if you walked into 2024 like God sent you? What if you walked into this place saying, no, 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 no. I'm not walking in my own authority, not like 2023. You see, when I was in the boat by myself, oh, I had a near-death experience. But when Jesus was in the boat and he told me we're going to the other side, all of a sudden I'm under a different authority. He told me to go. You see, when when the storm comes now, I can rebuke the water. I can rebuke the waves. Because he said to go. See, when God says, it changes the outcome. It changes the way things look. Are you with me today? It changes the way things look. Did God send you? Did he give you breath? Then he sent you. If he he thought you couldn't make it, you won't be here tomorrow. And we'll be mourning the fact that you're not here. But I'll tell you what, if if you wake up tomorrow, and you might be waking up cranky. Come on. I woke up cranky this morning. Anybody wake up cranky? Dude, I was getting coffee for our volunteers at the, at the Starbucks, and there was this dude that was so happy. I was like, if this dude talks to me right now, I am going to deck him. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm just glad there was someone else there for him to talk to. Because I was sitting there going, like, how am I going to tell him that I do not have the energy to talk to you right now?
1: This is your pastor. Are you with me? Like, this is just some... St- this was this morning.
0: Come on. I was just sitting there going, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. And what I should have been saying is like, I really want this guy at our church because he's really outgoing and loves people. And, and he should be at our church. So that's what I, and I was thinking that in the back of my mind while I was also thinking like, if he talks to me, I'm going to tell him that I'm not ready to talk to anybody yet. That's why I'm here getting coffee. Right? Is anybody with me? Come on, somebody. Like... Like I'm just like praying that somebody else will invite him to church. Are you with me? Come on. Because I'm not going to be able to do this right now. Here's point number three for my note takers. I will cross over because God said. I will cross over because God said. When you're God sent, you walk in with a different authority.
1: You walk in His authority. Why are the storms we face irrelevant?
0: What a question, huh? You see, when you're walking in the authority of God and He told you to go, then the storm is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you face in front of you if God told you to go. Are you with me? If God said you're going to go, He's going to make a way. So bring it. Is anybody with me? Bring it in 2024. Bring it. If God sent me, then I have the authority to get through it. So bring it.
1: Is anybody with me? Come on. Why is there a table set before my enemy? Because <laughs> I was sent on his authority. You can't touch me. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy my meal.
0: Come on. Come on. A nice juicy steak. Come on, somebody. I, if, any, if you're a vegetarian, I don't know what you eat. Like a big giant mushroom. <laughs> you know, I, I remember getting confused one time, reading a menu, and it said a portobello steak and I totally thought it was going to be a steak with mushrooms on it. Nope. It was an actual portobello mushroom that they called a steak. In that moment, I knew they had made a mistake. Are you with me? Come on. Oh, goodness. Just pray for me, you guys. I got to leave the pastor jokes in 2023. And now I'm sinning because I'm going to take them into 2024. We're sent on His authority. Let's walk into 2024 like God sent us. Let's walk into a Starbucks like God sent us. Let's walk into work on Tuesday like God sent us. Are you with me? Let's wake up in the morning like God sent us. Thank you, Lord, for breath in my lungs. Therefore, I have authority to walk in your will and walk in your way. I'm going to spend my first hour of the day praying, praying for my city, praying for my church, praying for my pastor, praying for my marriage, praying for my kids. Are you ready for 21 days of prayer? Come on. We we can't play around with this thing anymore. We're sent. We're sent. It's purposeful. Come on. If these seats are empty,
1: whose fault is it? Somebody take your finger like this and go like this. My fault. Your fault. Your fault. Extra your faults for pointing at me. It's our fault. It's our fault. I'm busy. got too much going on.
0: You know what? I know, I know I've, I've upset a lot of people, and that's why they leave the church, and that's fine. You know what? If the truth hurts, the truth hurts. But it's still the truth. And you know what? There's people out there that need him, and we've got to stop making excuses. Are you with me? We can make the excuse that there's a storm, and it's hard, and it's difficult, and we can say, oh, man, if only I didn't have that storm. But then Jesus is sitting there going like, why didn't you have enough faith? Are you with me? Come on. Now, I'm not saying that every time that you go through something, it's because you didn't have enough faith. Don't mishear me. You're going like, oh, this see, this is what pastor was talking about. I just don't have enough faith. Nope. You've got to have faith through the hard times and the good times.
1: got to have faith through it all. Are you with me today? We're still here together. We're going from a season of
0: famine and drought into a season of harvest and abundance. Now, this in my prayer time and in my time with God, that is what He's been telling me over and over and over again. That 2024 is going to be a season of abundance. But you know what happens when you have a season of abundance? It means it's a season of hard work. Because yep. you don't harvest without doing work. Are you with me? Like think, think about it for a minute. It's almost easier sometimes in famine because there's no work to do. It's just a desert. But when all of a sudden you have a season of abundance, somebody's got to get out there and cut down that grain. Somebody's got to get out there and and bundle it up. Somebody's got to be out there breaking their knuckles and doing, doing the work of ministry. Are you with me? If we want to see our loved ones come to Christ, we got to be the one that says, It's going to be me. Here I am, Lord. Send me. I'll go on your authority. I'll bring the storm. I'll go on your authority. I'll get up here and worship one more time on your authority. I'll lead a group on your authority. Are you with me? It's time to stop making excuses. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And He healed every kind of disease and illness. Verse 36. When He saw the crowds, He had compassion on them, because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Does that sound like our world today? confused and helpless they I know this will probably upset somebody so I'll I'll apologize but I'm not really apologizing because it's just confusion but there's people that are confused about who they are when biologically it's not difficult to figure out what they are are you with me like the school the way things are today it is crazy to me that there is any any more sexuality than what God already said there is But yet, it looks exactly like this. They run around confused like sheep without a shepherd. So until the little shepherds are going to stand up and say, no more. Here I am to love you. Here I am to show you that you're valuable. You know what? When something doesn't know that it's valuable, it treats itself like it has no value. All of a sudden, when 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 daughters and sons are acting and acting out in ways that they, they act like they have no value, who is to blame for that? We are. We're not showing them that they have value. No, you have value. God has called you. Before you ever had breath, He called you. Before you ever knew you had purpose, He called you. Why did you have wake up today? Because He has purpose in life we start to realize and see the fullness of what God wants to do in our life we start to see our value now does that mean I don't question it anybody ever question their value come on I know I have I know I stand on this stage and question my value oh am I not good enough am I not am I not worthy but you know what it was never about me that's the problem the problem is I'm looking at me as if I have any part to play in the fullness of what God wants to do. See, my value isn't determined by me. My value is determined by my Heavenly Father. And see, the more I try to focus on me and try to fix me and try to be better me, it's not going to work. But the more I focus on Him and the more I come after Him, it says, follow me as I follow Christ. If I go after Him with all my heart, nobody can tell me any different. If I go after Him, I'll start to see who I actually am. You'll be surprised you're not who you thought. You're not who you thought. Because if it were about that, you wouldn't think about somebody dying for you. If they know who I was, they wouldn't choose to die for me. Come on. As a Marine, I think about the men and women who give their lives. And I can't tell you how many times. I've felt unworthy because I'm still alive and they are not. I know i got brothers in here and sisters in here that feel the same way. When somebody says, thank you for your service, I'm thinking, don't thank me, thank them. They paid the ultimate price. Now, I know all of us, it could have been us. It could have been. But in the middle of it, a lot of times I don't feel worthy of that person's sacrifice. And then we think about Jesus. And he saw it fit that you would not go to hell. He says, you know what? I know that sin, in Romans it says, sin is the wages of death. That means you, me, we earned death. Earned it. Are you with me? Like, we we paid, we earned death. That's our wages. Like, we worked hard to earn death. Are you with me? I know that's not popular preaching, but it's the truth. Are you with me? We've earned death. Were you going 75 into 70? Hello. We earned it. Simple. It's that easy. I mean, the the, the standard of perfection is so high that none of us can make it. It also talks about that. None of you is worthy, not one. Your righteousness, somebody say righteousness, your good deeds the things that you do well, the, those moments when, when you poured yourself out as, and, and you sacrificed for somebody else, it says that those things are like filthy rags unto the Lord. And, and when you read the Scriptures and you read deeply in the Scriptures of what filthy rags are, it's like the rags for a woman at that time of the month. I know that's, that's graphic, isn't it? But it's saying that your good deeds are that dirty. That stinks, doesn't it? That doesn't feel good. But there's hope. Somebody say there's hope. There's hope. See, the hope is that His righteousness. I get to trade my filthy rags, my messed up life. I get to trade it all for His righteousness. See, He takes my dirty clothes and He clothes me with His righteousness. I get to walk in His authority, in His clean garments, because of His sacrifice. I know you don't like thinking about your good deeds like that, do you? But I don't want you to think that some form of Christianity is going to be enough. Because if there's really a risk of you having eternal damnation to be in hell and away from God for eternity, if that's a real risk, then I need to be serious about it. Is anybody with me? If that's a real thing, which it is, then I need to be serious about it. We all do. Time to get to work, huh? You know what? You know what I realize in that moment is that none of the other stuff matters. I'm excited to go to the hockey game tonight. Are you excited? Now we get to go watch the Oilers beat the crud out of the ducks. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm predicting that. Just prophesying in the name of Jesus. That's what's going to happen. I'm excited for that. But you know what? That, that doesn't matter when it all comes down to it. Conor McDavid can score 10 goals tonight. And it will have no value in eternity. But that stadium is full of hundreds and thousands of people whose souls matter. Are you with me? So when, it, when I give emphasis to what, what God is doing in the earth, Versus a hockey game. What really matters? Are you with me? It's time to change our focus. Yes, it's great to have an awesome dinner. It's great to have hospitality. All those things are good. I'm not saying not to give attention to those things. I'm not saying that it's it's terrible to watch football or watch hockey. I'm not saying those things are bad. God said I want to give you life and life more abundantly. It doesn't mean stricter rules and all those things, but it also means like we gotta realize there's eternity. Eternity at hand. Are you with me? He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. I'm not crossing into this new new year without Jesus. Are you with me? Anybody with me? I'm not going into this new year without Jesus. I'm not going into the new year without Jesus. I have hope because in this new year, God is with us. And when we walk into 2024, oh, we're walking into a year that God has called us to. I'm walking into this new year with His authority. Are you with me? That's not sitting there condemning everybody. Hey, you need Jesus and I'm condemning you to hell. They're already condemned to hell. Our sin condemns us to hell. We don't need to condemn anybody. What I need to do is I need to come down and pull somebody out of hell. Come here. I know you. You don't like attention, but I'm giving it to you anyway. I'll do it to my own son too. Get up there! Don't go in come here. Come here. Come here. No, I, I can't. I can't. I can't just. I can't just. I can't just leave you in your seat. Come here. Come here. We're doing this together, aren't we? We're doing this together. You know what? I need all three. Of you. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come get on. Up here. Get up Get up. Get up. Get up. Come on. Come on. We're we're going now. We're going now. You know what? We we gotta get uncomfortable. We gotta step out of our comfort zone. And pull somebody out. Are you with me? You gotta pull somebody out of that stuff. Because if things are gonna shift for people, we have to be willing to be uncomfortable. We have to be willing to call them into more. We have to be willing to step into a new place. Are you with me? We gotta step into all that God has for us. There's just so much more. We can't stay the same. If we stay the same, we'll never see the fullness. time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. You know what? Come on. Let's go. We're going. You can come. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, why don't you I grab her go while go you're right. at it? You know what? Go. We, we gotta go. We gotta go. Let's go. Get out of this place. We can't stay here anymore. Come on. Yes. That's why we sit on the back row so we can walk farther to the front. That's right. Come on. We're in this together, aren't we? we're in this together we're doing this together you are now standing at the altar you are now standing at the altar Do you know what happens at the altar things get altered that means when you leave here today your life has been altered from where it was to crossing over into where we're going what are you standing back here for Get out of there. Get out of the boat. Come on. Let's go. Who else is hiding back here? Going to new places. We're going to new places. We're going to new places. Things are getting altered right here. Things are happening right here. Hey, things are changing right here, aren't they? We're going to new places. We can't stay where we were. We got to go to a new place. Amen. We got to go to a new place. We got to go to a new place in the Lord. This is so much better than a hockey game. I would rather be here with you than at a hockey game. Are you with me? Because I love seeing your life altered. I will not remember this hockey game tonight, 10 years from now. But when I see what God has done in your life, 10 years from now, because you didn't stay the same. You didn't just stay in your seat. It's easy to be a spectator in this thing called life. Let life just happen to you. But you've been sent with authority to happen to life you are pulling people out of a pit you you are pulling people out of a pit. you're pulling people out of that place of comfort fear anxiety I can't tell you this week I could hardly breathe I had so much anxiety for no reason I'd be sitting in the middle of work my heart would start pounding and I'm like what is going on I know, I know that you are experiencing anxiety. God, God wouldn't make me go through that so much if you weren't going through it yourself. And It's that serious. I want to pull you out of that anxiety. Today. That's my goal right here, right now. If, if that was you, this you're just feeling like overwhelmed, like you can't catch your breath, who is that today? Is that some people in here? Yeah, I figured it was quite a few of them feeling anxious, feeling fear, feeling just, just the uncertain of the unknown of what's coming, what's going to happen. You feel that. Father God, here we are at your altar. We want to give you praise. God, help us to calm down. Help us to stop freaking out in the boat. Father, help us to see the fullness of what you want to do in and through our lives. I come to church hoping I can get a a little word of encouragement that'll just help me to get through the week. But God, you're more than just one service on a Sunday. You're every day. God, I commit to sitting with you at least an hour a day, praying for myself, praying for my family, praying for my church and my pastors, praying for what you're doing in and through the earth, God. We commit to it today our lives will be forever altered from this moment this is a moment we will never go back to i will never see 2023 again i'm crossing over somebody say i'm crossing over i'm crossing over i'm crossing over here i am lord then me i'm gonna walk in authority into 2024 i'm walking into 2024 knowing i've got purpose knowing nothing can hold me back anybody here today are you hearing this word are you taking it to heart it's going to be hard listen it's going to be hard jesus said it's time to cross over but he also knows that the storm will be there it's going to be hard it's going to be scary you're going to want to go back to your old way of thinking where you get frustrated and you say see god's not in it with me see he's leaving me to drown is that what you're trying to do to me god this is our humanity. We do this over and over and over again. But you're going to deny your flesh this year. You're going to say, you know what? God got them through it in the boat. He's going to get me through it. You know, God got them through it. He's going to get me through it. You know what? I'm going to go. Something's trying to keep me from being that small group. I'm going to be a small group. Something's trying to keep me from being there on a Sunday morning. I'm going to be there on a Sunday morning. Because I need to be around my brothers and sisters to remind me that I can make it. It's going to be Okay. Are you with me i i need you i personally me i need you just as much as you need me we need each other a body without all its parts is not alive are you with me a body that's missing its parts is either deformed and and messed up if it's even alive but the body of christ needs every part every part that means Why do Christ need you? Why do Christ need you, Caleb? You're a leader. You're called to great things. You've got got a warrior inside of you. And the more that it comes out, I keep watching it come out. I get to see all the different posts online. I get to see that warrior coming out. And you're just developing more and more into that warrior that God's called you to be. And I'm excited to see what He's going to do through you, Because you're powerful. God's called you to be. God's called you to be. Feel like the Lord even just says that you are a mother to men. like a, like a big oak tree, you just kind of hold out your branches and everybody just comes in out of the rain. Come on. I got this. I can hold it up. I produce fruit. You're hungry? Come and eat. It'll be okay. Mama's got you. Come on. What does God say for your new year? What are you crossing over into? What are you leaving behind is the more important question. I got six minutes. I got all day? Well, we gotta tear down in this room today, so I don't have quite all day. I got the rest of this year, right? Can we just lift up our hands to heaven for a moment? Father, here we are. Send us send us. Lord, don't let us fall back into our comfortable chairs. Don't let us fall back into old ways of thinking. Father, let us step into what you want us to do. Let us cross over into where you want us to go to see the fullness of what you want to do in our lives. God, we just pray your blessings over us that we can see the fullness of it. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstones Church in person at Dorothy McElhaney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.